Hey, 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 you're now tuned in to Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with the heroic heart, and I have conversations with successful underdogs. And today I have Miss Natalie, how you say your last name? Pipkin. Pipkin, not Pipkin, Pippin, but Pipkin. Yep. Pipkin. Yes. And how are you doing today? You know what? It's been a busy Monday, but I'm feeling good right now. Feeling relaxed. That's good. That's good. I'm. I don't know. My stomach was hurt. You asked if I was sick. No, nah, I just the bathroom. It's bathroom situation. And just I'm like, oh my goodness. I know that's a little TMI, but yeah, she gonna edit that. <laughs> no, <nah, laughs> we gonna, we keep it on. I'm, I don't really. I don't really care. You know, to let people know that my stomach was hurting earlier. But yeah, and that's th- evidence of my stomach start hurting, and we know what's up. So that's uh, good. That's good. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. Keep that. I, I, I don't know about that. I don't know. Any, anyways, we're gonna keep it moving. But yeah, I got some sleep though. I got some. I really got some sleep. I took a nap, so I'm good. good. So before we get into today's uh, conversation, um, today's episode is brought to you by Christian Dewan. That's my clothing line. You can get uh, t-shirts, hoodies hats, um, sweatshirts. We just dropped the Underdog Talk um, merch. So we got t-shirts and then a hoodie and we got a hat coming. I just don't know how to put it up there. I don't know. Something I like, I put it on the thing. It says it's on there, but when I go to the store, it's not there, but I got hats. Um, use the promo code Underdog Talk. And if you're listening, Underdog is spelled U-N-D-D-A-W-G Talk and you get 15% off. So um in indianapolis i look for people that are successful underdogs and it doesn't really mean success is all kinds of different things and i was looking around and i I follow uh your business page and i was like man this person is really dope like what she's doing so my first question is or my only question Mm. is how how does it feel to have the responsibility of changing a changing generations like like you mean just like so <clears throat> i read you know i know a little bit about your story and you said that you did something different than all the generations before and now you started something different that you can pass along mm-hmm. so how do you feel like having that responsibility of keeping that going and not just having it with your children but your children passing it along to others um, to change the generational, not necessarily curse of education, but trajectory. Yeah, yeah. of how they have um, it. Man, I mean, it sounds as heavy as you just made it sound. It's 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 heavy and it's beautiful and it's real. Um, so what I do, it, all that is it's an extension of my life. It's mm-hmm. extension. This is not. Just a business, not mm-hmm. hobby. I've done hobby. They used to, yeah. I used to be the cheesecake person yeah. back in the day, like in 2010. I used uh-huh. to do, you know, I used to be a baker. I used to do wedding. It's all kinds of things. I had a lot of hobbies. This is different. Yeah. And you hit it, the nail on the head. So it's it's been everything that that, that <laughs> you can imagine it could be, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just the, the, the awakening of that, to even come to that decision, um, the reality of how that makes others feel, the reality of how the feelings and emotions I have to deal, you know, and the reality of birthing a dream. It feels like real life childbirth. So yeah. all those things, when you're birthing something, how beautiful it feels, how excited you get, how some pain, some yeah. some some moments of if we're gonna make it, you yeah. know, like all those things. And not just, I'm not talking about just my business, just like you said, all the decisions that I'm making um, in that, um, 
all things God is doing within me to 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 change things up. It's it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot, but as it's it's beautiful at the same time. It can be all those things. So I love I love that answer because you said it's a lot, but you're, you're handling. And what we're talking about is um, homeschooling. And she is the founder of Black World Schoolers, and she has her own mobile um, store. And the books bookstore, are, mobile bookstore, mobile bookstore, mm -hmm. and it looks the books look like us. And if you're listening, and if you're not black or brown, we're not talking about you. We're talking about us. And because if you think about when you're in school, and uh, I'm 36, so going back in school, and it's like, man, you don't really remember books that was of us. The first book I remember that I read that was like, that wasn't like a, bat, a sports or the pimp book that was out back in the day um, was Antoine Fisher. Mm. And that was like in high school. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dang, it took all the way to high school to mm. actually like, read a book about somebody that looked like me. Mm -hmm. So uh, I love that. Like that, like when I seen that, I was like, man, that's dope. That uh, because I took my son to a black like uh, event. It was a bunch of different um, books and they're all black people. No, I, um, how old is your son? Eight. Okay. So I was like, that was dope. And when I seen your thing and I was like, I think you had an event and I, I think I already had something or he might've had basketball. Mm -hmm. So what I know the answer because I read it and when I read up on you, what was the reason that you started homeschool? Man, there's so many reasons. Uh, so I have to pick what I'm gonna talk I'm, about. I'm gonna today. see if you pick the one that I, <laughs> that I think you're gonna say. Yeah, so I mean, this was a collective decision. I sometimes people think of like, oh, you pull your kid out of school. No, like they tapped me on the shoulder and we left together. Mm -hmm. And um what happened what what happened was there were so many things there's so many reasons why i should have right mm. and probably reasons why my mama should have or mm -hmm. her mama should have but yeah. we just do what all we know to do mm -hmm. right and um it was one day it was my um youngest son actually nathan he was five years old he only went to school for one year and you gonna hear why uh kindergarten <laughs> mm -hmm. and it was probably i think it was like after columbus day and whatever the subject is or the holiday whatever's happening at school we're talking about it at home we're usually on the car ride home and now you know you have to tell them the real like yeah that ain't how it really went down and they already know that so they bring it to the car they're like mama they said <laughs> yeah. like you know yeah. you have the real conversation just like my mama did me yeah. my mama did her and yeah. so on yeah. but that's what we do as black folks we know that we're gonna come into these institutions they're gonna give us whatever <laughs> little information yeah or or wrong information yeah. or miseducation and we're and then we have to go home and and say what what's the real yeah and so anyway um we did that and i think it was after columbus day or whatever and he said five years old he said mama if they're always lying to us why do you keep sending us back here mm. and mm. i usually have all the you know not all the answers we can discuss a lot of things that i was just like my face is on the floor i'm like I don't, I don't even, I don't even know, right? And it took months, eight, nine months for um, for me to really think about that and for us to discuss another way. Yeah. And that's how we got into the exodus from the school system, for, particularly it was a private school, honestly, um, and started homeschooling and realized there's a whole global black community of homeschoolers that have been yeah, this exodus. Yeah. So we're definitely not alone in this. Yeah, so I, that was the answer that I was hoping for because that's dope that your son, like, hey, uh, you sent me to this spot. <laughs> 
that Why ain't you talking like about that? nothing you talk about at home, but you want me to keep going back here? No, I'm good. What, what else can we do? Like, how else can like, we Like, is do? this how you want me to start my... Yeah, and, that, and see, I think back in the day why it didn't happen, because we couldn't come to our parents like that. Like, hey. Oh, that's a whole hey, other conversation. Yeah. Ain't like, it? hey, hey, mom. I don't think this school that you sending me to it. Boy, if you don't get out my... And well, basically, like, hold on. He, he, he's yeah. saying like, mom, basically saying this is not smart. Yeah, he's saying this is insanity. Yeah, he, and so I get you. Yeah. That's what up here and be like, what you just call me? They won't even be thinking about what you're saying. It's no, like, yep. what did you just say to me? And that's why some, I don't know if we necessarily new age, but we still got some of our parents in us. But we got some of the new age thoughts. Like, let your kids talk. Let them express themselves. Let them tell you how they feeling. Like, hey. This don't this this don't make sense to me that we you teach us all this good stuff at home, mm-hmm. but then we go here and they talking about something and it like that makes sense. Like, so that's dope. Shout out to your son that did that because that took some courage, like to go to your mom, like, hey, <laughs> hey mom, <laughs> how's it going? You good today? Uh, you need your feet rubbed? Uh, let me talk to you about something. Oh my gosh. But the other side of that is while that was real to them, um, they also had experienced what, um, well, for themselves as well, but just how black children were treated in that school. Mm. And also, this is not particularly this one school, this is what's happening everywhere and yeah. been happening, right? So, there was a part of them also was like, dang, like we can go and do this thing a new way mm-hmm. and have this better experience, but what about everybody inside? And that was our conversation throughout those months, too. Like, okay, this feels okay, it feels like it'd be something, but I also feel like, dang, like I'm not trying to leave. These, these, you know, these, yeah. these other children um, feeling like they leave the other children behind. To be advocates, they're being advocates for their friends. They yep. were, they were, we were having conversations. We were also having parents at my house having conversations yeah. of all races. Of yeah. like, hey, this, I, you know, we did many things until before we, you know, what I mean. But the reality was, I realized that I was putting my energy in trying to change something that I was going to somebody's house, someone rearrange their furniture, and that's that's not what you do. Yeah, you build, you build your own house. Yeah, and that's yeah. and then and also in that it was and it. It was I could be louder outside. It's only so only you can get so loud when you're right in it. Yeah. You know, but when you're out of it, hey, y'all have, you don't like what I'm saying? Turn the music down. <laughs> you know, yep. turn it down. Yep. So um that's really how, you know, we uh when we left, I started a blog. Mm-hmm. So that kind of like and it was and it was dedicated, it was and it's still out there, it's old, mm-hmm. but it says dedicated to the black children that are inside the classrooms and outside the curriculum. We love you, we see you, welcome home. Mm-hmm. So that was my my that was for me to say, like, yes, we're doing this, but I see you and I'm with you. And whatever we're doing, we're gonna we're gonna share it with you. Cause you can do it at home too. Maybe not gonna do it at home during the hours we're doing it, but after school, weekends, or just you know, whatever the case may be, or give you the courage to to make some different decisions or to stand up where you're at and make them make some different decisions. So we the blog was dedicated to black children who were inside the classroom, outside the curriculum. Um, and from that they probably the next day I made an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Instagram page is just showing us, you know, leaving and just kind of this this developing what this is. We had no idea yeah. what we were gonna do. We were yeah. just doing it. And so we were just sharing that and then connecting with other families who were doing it as well. And that's how the Instagram page got started. And that's um, what we used it for. And it was not just for homeschoolers or just for black homeschool, for educators all over. Like yeah. it was there were teachers on there and parents and all kind of people were, were, we were all learning from each other. Um, and we were providing the resources that we were using, we were sharing on online. But when pandemic hit, mm-hmm. that's when things really started changing. Um, I was like, okay, 
um, you know, I was getting calls from from people who are in school. Like, what? Are, how? Do, we're kind of about the homeschool. How yeah. do you do this, right? Yeah. Some people before had called me just like out of my mind for even doing this. Now they're like, how yeah. do you do it? You yeah. know? Yeah. You know, that's how it usually. They didn't know the pandemic was going to happen. That's how the underdog thing works, right? Yeah. First, they say, what are you doing? Then they ask you, how do you do it? Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so during that time, um, what we did was we created a website and it was the same website we have now, but it wasn't books. It was just blackworldschoolers.com. And a lot of like the online resources that we were using, it wasn't every, we couldn't provide everything we were using. Some yeah. stuff was just, you know, yeah. but you know, online resources, everything was like free online resources, um, affirmation, those things are still on there. Affirmation. Yeah. I just actually, uh, took one off. And sent it to my kid's mom to send really? like to, to read to them. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Affirmations. Um, we have uh TED Talks and TED is which are cartoon versions of TED Talks that are shorter, mm. that are all from black people, black history, black stories. All those are curated on that site, and that's what we did. And along with that, we also started a story time hotline right when mm. the pandemic hit. So as soon as they said kids had to go home, we were thinking, like, what can we do to engage them while they're at home? Because you know, Listen, the, re- the reality of 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 being in school is that somebody's used to children are used to learning with someone in front of them. Yeah. And so you send them home. Unfortunately, they didn't prepare them to 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 take on a task of learning, being self-directed learners. Yeah. Being able to yeah. say, what do I want? You know, what I want for me? You know, what yeah. I mean, we're doing it for the test or doing it for the grade or doing it for the teacher. But I want children to do it for them. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I want to be great. You yeah. know, what I mean, I want to, you know, and so and we're not even having the resources. You might not have books at home, might not have. You know what I mean? So we were trying to think of like, what can we provide? And of course, there are many people in the community that began to do that as well. We were just one section doing a little yeah. something, right? But we started a story time hotline, which is an 800 number um, that we... Uh, Those were good numbers back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> but you, but some, we used to call weather. Remember we used yeah. to call the weather line? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, we used to call uh, uh, 47 for the um, music videos, yep. the box. Yep. <laughs> we yep. used to be called them one time. So it was a... Um, a number and you call and you press one to hear a story, mm-hmm. a black story by, by usually by the author mm-hmm. of written by two, like to hear like a quote of the day and like three was like a, a fact or something like that. And that oh, was going good. from like March all the way until December, 2020 when we launched the book, the online bookstore. Um, so yeah, between that time, like things were happening. I didn't even know, I didn't know in March that I was going to open a bookstore. I didn't know in April, May. I didn't know. Yeah, all no, these things. None of this. No. Just, homeschooling so yeah how how was your kids as students and how was it for them having you be their teacher how were they as students yeah oh they were they they did everything they were supposed to do were they were so were they like because i always wonder like are your kids going to be the students they would be in school or would they be a little different because you know mom or dad ain't gonna play but you're a teacher so you can't kind of be mom or dad but you still kind of mom and dad because you're like hold on what you know what's going on so how did that like go at first that is that is like a whole other conversation i'm trying to make it real short no but for real because the parent child relationship is so different with the pressure of school mm-hmm. so the is a freedom in being able to because you know how you know how it is it's a top-down thing it's yeah. black people before you enter there's a fear yeah you got do this be straight they don't have to do nothing wrong for we already prepping them yeah we, we prepped them yeah. they haven't done nothing right <laughs> they ain't done nothing so like they're they're usually performing out of fear even if they're doing great it's still fear-based and our parenting is fear-based because <laughs> of we're, we're afraid right so like our relationships oftentimes this is being real are unhealthy because of that top-down power and stress on the parent yep. and the parent on the child yep. and then 
it's just it's not a normal relationship you know it's yeah, not how it's meant yeah, to be true. i don't think it's meant to be like that so true. really coming home is like recalibrating de-schooling like getting out of like how how do i want to be in a relationship with you yeah i don't really i'm not your teacher actually yeah. we're learning alongside each, each other, other nobody really? in this whole world knows everything your teacher yeah. don't know everything most of them have a key yeah <laughs> like they're they're checking your work and i'm not saying yeah. they're not educated i'm saying yeah, that yeah, that yeah. we all have I'm to learn so I'm, we educated um, yeah, so I didn't yeah. Mean <laughs> no no you're fine no but for real it's just the reality that no one knows everything mm -hmm. we all have something to learn so i don't come to them with that power of everything i said you got to do like what we're yeah we're learning together we're yeah. exploring together there's things of course that i know they don't know but there are things that they know that, yeah. and that's if you can yeah. you can say that as an educator yeah. that your like, students yeah, like hold on <laughs> right okay i learned i learned something new today yeah. or they explore an area you would never touch yep. they're like i'm about i'm like oh i would never you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. i think that there's a period of time i mean pandemic didn't allow this for people to come home and then kind of like figure out all that stuff. No, it was like, come home. You have to pick up where they left off. That yeah. wasn't homeschool. And that was, that was, no, that, that was, that, that was, was panic schooling. Like that went straight up. That was but it, and it wasn't nobody, it was nobody's <laughs> fault. It was just reality. You yeah. know what I mean? It was just reality. Um, and, and we, and we made it through. Right. But the, but the other side, if someone's really considering homeschooling, there's a period of time where you have to really decide, uh, why you're doing it. What, why are you doing what you're doing? Mm. Right. Um, and I think for us, because they chose, they wanted to be home. It wasn't like you getting out of here, come on. You know what I mean? That's different too, because can you imagine having to come home? You didn't want to, yeah. that's a different experience yeah. too. So I think that it's like you said at the beginning, like those conversations with our children make a difference. Yeah. So I think that definitely makes a difference, but they're still children and we yeah. can always agree. Right. Yeah, but the reality right. is, is this is life. You yeah. know what I mean? And we don't have a, a school calendar and 180 days. We have we have 355 days and 24 hours a day to, to get it right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? With yeah. each other, with learning, with life, and that that's I guess that sums it up. Yeah, I, I like uh, that you say you guys are learning together. You're a team. Like sometimes I'm a first year teacher, so I'm a team with the other the co teacher, and then I'm mm -hmm. a team because I'm a kindergartner. Like it's all of us learning together. I'm learning how to teach them as they learn how to get this stuff and like different ways to do it. Or yeah. she could be like, Oh, this is how you do it. Cause it's, it's definitely about who you are as a person to like teach the kids. Sometimes people, Oh, I got these degrees and I, I got this and that. It's like, that don't matter because kids go off of how they can relate to you. Mm -hmm. If they can relate to you, if you can have a conversation with them, then you can discipline them or you can correct them without them having a whole big old hissy fit or whatever. Like, so I definitely understand the the school part of it, mm -hmm. like being in the school and not having an education. Like, I don't like schools because like it's about to be black history. No, I'm saying like around. <laughs> Look, he around, said it. I didn't say it. Around Black History Month. Like they don't, it's the same old people. Everybody that's black that's doing something positive is black history. Like we got to stop going back to the same five people that we've been doing every year like, okay, we get it. We understand Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, but there's more people, your black history, like there's dope black people and we got to celebrate all of us. And we don't do that. We celebrate the same people or they put a little, I remember in school, I think they put a little video on at the beginning of the day. That was it. Like they don't teach that. And so how yeah. do we know about ourselves or really do we know his, is the history that they teach us? Is it real? It's not, but you know, you go to school and you accept it and they say, oh, go to school, get your college degree. And it's like, but then you talking about 
black power and all this stuff, but you got me going to these institutions that really don't explain that. And it may, I'm I'm just being, it just really resonate. I mean, hopefully I don't get in trouble, but it just makes sense. No, (laughs) we ain't going to edit it out because this is my platform. So I can say, but all that is real. And I, and the thing is too, because we don't know our, and I must say we, I mean, institutions, people in general, we don't really take time to know why we do what we do. When I, we sometimes we don't do Black History Month, right? Because we don't even know why it was created. We know some some people still. Don't, I mean, there's adults who still are like, oh, I didn't know who created it. You or know, even I mean? Juneteenth. Yeah. So like Carter G. Wilson created. He didn't create it for everybody to cram everything you can into one month and learn yeah. as much as you can, so you can show how much you how many memes you can make. Like, <laughs> like for real. Like at the end of the day, it was created to celebrate what you learned all year. Yeah. He's like, they're not teaching this all year long. They're not showing this. So. We're. I'm gonna give you a, a week. This is a week at first to celebrate all that I want you to learn all year long. But here we are. How many years later? You know, cramming all we supposed to have learned in 28 days. days, and that's not what it was meant for. So, I, like all the disses or like we shouldn't even have this. Why well, we got this short time? It wasn't meant for you to just be learning your history that way. He didn't create it for you to learn your history in 28 days. He created it so that people would would learn all year long and celebrate during and those. If you, if you really think about it. You don't hear nothing. Now, what February is Wednesday? Mm-hmm. You're gonna hear a whole bunch of old black. You're gonna see the memes and all that. But if we really cared, if we really was in tune like that, it'd be every day. Somebody. I mean, you have people that do that, but I'm talking about a collective. We about to see a whole bunch of everybody that sells stuff about to be Black History Month. This, that, everything, yeah. all that. Not stores. They trying to get into the vibe and all that. It's like we got to do it every every day all the time 365 like we just had another big and this is the crazy part it was us that did it in memphis um the killing oh like and it's like dang you know there was was an extra cop we saw yeah it was yeah we hope the the extra cop kind of they kind of ain't saying nothing about buddy they didn't put him in the back pocket but it's like now are we killing ourselves because it's not the street violence it's the police violence and it's like Dang, we we dealing with this and we're going into you know Black History Month and now everything gonna change. No, it's not gonna change. We gotta be a collective. And I mean, I could, you know, throw a rant on it all day, but I think I don't try to get into it because we don't we're not consistent with it. We're consistent for those 28 days, and after those 28 days, you don't hear about people talk about black history. Well, that's again. going back to what we just talked about, and even that situation, which is a whole nother topic, right? Yeah. But we're talking about and, and let's get back to Cardi Wilson, the, yeah. the miseducation of a Negro. That's mm-hmm. all you're talking about. The, the practice of celebrating ourselves is it's nice. Where it here is nice, but the reality of being brainwashed is real too. Yeah, the reality definitely. of 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 being educated by white institutions is real. The reality of fear of of bucking those systems is yeah. real. And um, I, I think that it's not um. It, we don't even realize that we're doing that. And also like life is real. There's so many other things happening, right? So many other things happening that somebody's like, how can I do all of these things? And that's kind of, that's why we exist, right? Yeah. Because sometimes it can be overwhelming. People make you feel like you gotta know every piece of history to be black, yeah, right? Or, <laughs> or, no, but, or, and, and, or that um, you gotta prove how much you know every day. And the reality is it's, we need stories that shift our way of thinking and the way we see ourselves and the way we see each other. 
even if it was just one story. You don't need to know everybody's birth date and death date to you. That's that's why we're here. Yeah. Because we're starting to we're doing what we've been wrote memorization. We're doing we're we're learning facts and yeah. and all these feel good things that they're not changing how we are seeing ourselves and seeing not for everybody, but I'm just saying generally, you know, and that that is that is why I exist. I'm not, I want to, I want to, you see, I have a small space. I have yeah. all, all these things. I don't want to overwhelm you mm-hmm. with stories and, or knowledge or yeah. whatever the case. I want you to find stories and read stories, right? Mm-hmm. That will change your life. That will, and, and of course, get you excited about reading. You want to read more and more and more, but we are, we're in the information age and it's overwhelming. Yeah. Like it's, it's not, it's overwhelming. It's yeah. like, there's a point where you wouldn't get information and now, now you got you, too much yeah, information. You can go to YouTube and, and learn anything like YouTube University can get you far. But like you said, like with the books, like you want kids, like I, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not a reader. Yeah. Like I read certain books, but I'm not a reader. And but you can, like story. That's why you have me here. Yeah. You like stories. Yeah. And that's you see on our bus, it says sharing our stories, shaping our world. Yes, the stories come in the form of books, but I'm not here to say everybody come through my bus, all the children will know how to read that's <laughs> yeah. not what i i need you to know stories yeah that you even if you if somebody's reading them to you we should still be reading to children yeah. reading to children is not limited to kindergarten yeah. circle time right yeah i'm a 13 year old 10 year old we still read aloud at night right yeah. we we listen to podcasts yeah. we listen to we like being read to yeah so we need we need stories however we're gonna get them they're gonna read them if they're gonna come on if they're gonna come on the bus and i'm gonna read it to them yeah or if the parents reading it to them um you know, or we're going to introduce them to people from just the covers. I, they might not even sit on the bus. Look, this is so and so. so I can still yeah. teach you while you're walking through the bus. Like, yeah, there's exactly. so many opportunities. There's pictorial literacy. There's people, there's people, there's an author, Jerry Pinkney. He's, he passed away last, no, was it last year, the year before? Um, he actually had a book come out last week about his memoir, his memoir about his life. And he wrote and authored, I mean, he authored and illustrated over 100 books. But he was not a reader. Mm-hmm. He actually had a learning disability. Mm-hmm. He, but he, during that time, they didn't know how to name yeah. it. But he was an excellent, excellent artist, even as a child. So he would be in class drawing what people were saying or the like, whatever they were storytelling, he was drawing it. And there's so many ways, I'm saying, to engage in literacy. Um, so you don't have to be a reader. Yeah to enjoy stories yeah. you know i like writing stories i like yeah. te- i like telling, and that's literacy and, right and i like telling stories because like, that's I'm your a, roots yeah i or, think i'm yeah. a great storyteller like uh-huh. and like even you have to learn like one of the best storytellers are comedians like oh, if yeah. you really look at them and they telling you the story they walking you through it so i love that what you said about the stories so what made you name it what you named it that was the name um when we started homeschooling mm-hmm. and we were we were in um, in Philadelphia. I remember as we, we were still in the school, but we were, had like two months left before summer. We were going to leave the homeschool, and we were um, uh, thinking about like, yeah, when we get out, we're going to travel more. We were kind of just in that vibe. And I remember we were driving like down the street. It was late at night, and I remember it was like a park full of children. It was Philadelphia, West Philadelphia. Yeah, boy, yeah. Boy. <laughs> and it was uh, lights. You know, street lights were on, and my kids were like, you know, hey, you gonna see the end? You ain't gonna see nobody on, you know, yeah. a, park, a packed park with the yeah. lights on. And they were like, in my older son, he was eight or nine. I think it was eight. He's like, mom, they look so free. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Raise some free black children, and like, 
in my mind, the name Black World Schoolers came up because world schooling is a form of homeschooling. World yeah, schooling yeah. is like traveling and learning. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was like the name came for positively shaping how Black children see themselves in the world. That's that's where the name came from. So, of course, it was about traveling and learning, but also just like even if you step outside in your own backyard and you're, and you're not going overseas or whatever, this the world is yours. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? The, the yard in front of you, if you if you go to a whole nother country or if you go to a whole nother state, like you are a citizen of the world. Like yeah, the world yeah. is yours. Like what you know, and you need to you need to see yourself as that in a positive way. So that's really how that name came about. And we just kept it because that was our platform originally, mm -hmm. and it just made sense. Um, because you know, it connected with to us, it connected with other people already, and so we just added the bookstore to the end of that. So <clears throat> that was. I don't want to sound mean, but are you from Philly? No. You from here? Yeah. Okay, so we do play basketball late at night. You're not going to that Did you, I say basketball? You said kids at the park. Yeah. Now, they, now They were literally like okay. sliding down slides, so you talk, Are you talking about nowadays or are you talking about in, in general? I'm talking about, you said basketball. Now I okay, okay. Kids so, at the park so, in general or nowadays? Kids playing like that. Like it's, like it's two o'clock in the afternoon, sliding down slides, swinging, playing tag. We used to do that. I'm the same age as you are. Do we? Do you see that right now? Come on, I, I said this was four, like three, four years ago. Okay, so you're talking about now. Okay, okay. I, I thought you was coming for Indiana. Okay, <laughs> well, we, we, Okay, I was just making sure. Yep, but I, I like that um, that you said like the world is yours. Like everybody doesn't realize it. Don't matter what you do. Like when you, we have a videographer. You have uh, you're a homeschooler. You're uh, you have a mobile bookstore. Mm -hmm. I'm a podcaster. I'm an educator. We all have different things and we all learn a different way for ourselves. So it's not where you have to learn the same thing as mm -hmm. you. Like your backyard is going to look different than my backyard. Or even if we could be brother and sister or related, when I step out in the backyard, it's different for me than it is you. And that's dope because <clears throat> sometimes we limit ourselves. Like, especially as black people, we're sometimes we're, we grow up in a trap and the trap has our mind only a certain place. But you could read a book about somebody that looks like you and they went on a journey and you're like, wow, I could do that. So or, pause. Uh -huh. So you said we're in a trap. Who who made the trap, right? Who how how are we so trapped, right? And you said if a book can take us to another world, where are the books at? You said you didn't see none of those books. So it's intentional to to pre prevent us from being, having access yeah. To, yeah. to to our imagination. Because books spark your imagination, mm -hmm. right? It's not always about you know, uh, having all this history and being able to wonder spout if, it out. It's about having an imagination, too. Yeah, wonder if we should put a disclaimer. Like, I don't know. I ain't, a lot of people might not like this one. <clears throat> I didn't say nothing. Yeah. Oh, she didn't oh, no, say. But listen, I did. I, I said whatever, but I don't work for no school. Hey, hey, hey. you didn't have to bring that back. You just bring that right back up. Just I mean, keep on saying. Glad I ain't got no badge or nothing. I mean, Anyways, I am. I am. No, I mean, that's just No, there's no strings attached. And I think a lot of times, like young people, they're curious. And mm -hmm. when they're curious, and the only thing they pick up is something that don't look like them, or if the person that's educating them don't look like them and it's not connected, they're not gonna be able to get that connection that they need. And I see that, like they be like, how do kids connect with you? I look like them. It that's it. I look like them and they gonna come up to me before they might come up to but you not just look like them, you talk like them. Yeah. You're not you, you know what I mean? You yeah. talk like them, you probably dress like them. Yeah. You are the culture is is, is relevant. Yeah. It's, you know, because we all know all skin folk. We already know that rule. Yeah. So you can <laughs> you know, I had I had you know 
at this point in the, and you can look back even your favorite teachers because yeah. sometimes we even get caught up in we just have black teachers i it's a mindset yeah you know i had i had a i had i had two of my most memorable teachers were not black yeah but they had a mindset yeah, to, to 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 give space for black folks to be black for black so, children to oh, know about look, themselves i had a black teacher and i i was talking to somebody about it. she was mean as hell <laughs> no listen he is you, gonna have to listen, do a disclaimer <laughs> if you came to her class and you was musty she calling you out she girlfriend i know you ain't coming my class musty or if you was like and i'm like when you really look back on that that was so negative mm -hmm. to embarrass somebody in front of some the whole class because maybe their parents couldn't afford it when now that i'm an educator i'm like i would never do that like yeah, I got. I can't. Never mind, because I'm a teacher, and I don't want nobody to be like, "Oh yeah." But so we yeah, need. We need. You need teachers that can relate and look like, not just teachers that are black, because everybody that's black don't. Or I, I hate that people be like, "You gotta wear a suit." You ain't gotta wear no suit. You don't gotta dress up clean. I get it. You want to look all nice, all that, but kids don't want to see that. They want to see somebody that look closer to them dress so they can be like oh look oh what shoes you got on or be like what are those like mm -hmm. you know kids want to be able to relate don't come in there with no suit and tie like they ain't trying to see that <laughs> like it's not gonna work because i remember as a kid my mom would put me in different stuff and they had on suit and tie. i'm like bro i don't care about i don't i don't even listen i want everybody this is recorded when i die <laughs> anybody catch this do not put me in no suit cut it out We're no, not, do we not are not doing do the wheel right now no do not put me in no suit that's how much i don't like it and and there's a lot of kids that they don't relate to that. They ain't never put on a suit in their well, life. Well, and also maybe it's what it represents. You can be this and that, right? You can be yeah. the one where you can wear the drawers, also wear the suit and tie, right? At the, you know, one day or the next yeah, day. True. But it, I think what kids see is, uh, and probably what they also feel is, this is somebody who wants to be in power over me. Because yeah. we, we think about presidents. We think about people think about people yeah. in control yeah. and in power. Yep. And sometimes we get we put on that, that whole suit, not just the yeah. suit physically, but like that I'm in power. Yeah. And when you... Like you said, when you're dressing, when you're being you, they're yeah. like, it's more relatable because you don't feel like you're trying to be over them and you know, yeah. in a in a power in a power. And you can in the same way. Like I don't have to put on no suit, but I, when I walk in the room, I'm powerful. Um, when I walk in the ground shake because I I believe in what I, myself and what I. It ain't about how I look; it's about who I am mm -hmm. and what comes out of my mouth. Yeah. And a lot of kids don't realize that because sometimes you can't. Your parents can't afford. I'm a parent. I get it, but I don't get it because I ain't never going to let my child go out here looking busted and disgusted. He going to look better than me. She going to look better than me before I look better than me. Right. But like as a kid, don't don't let the situation stop you because you don't look like everybody else yeah. or you don't have what everybody else. It's about who you are as a person. That's why I ask kids, who are you? Mm -hmm. And they be they don't know who they are. They mm -hmm. just, oh, well, I'm a student. No, you more than that. Who are you as a person? Like you got to know who you are to get to where you want to go and i'm sure you and those are the best teachers yeah that that know that in this space that's what we have to call you a scholar yeah. or a student. yeah but i know you are a person full yeah. range of emotions uh dreams that you ain't you, you know we don't even know are there yet imagination out of this world and giving them space to have all that yeah. You know, instead of putting in a box, oh, they they have this emotion, then uh oh, they must be they gonna they gonna prison the pipeline. Yeah, yeah. there's so many labels and so many. Yeah. You know, yeah. they give them a pad as soon as they say something or do something yeah. or you know, and it's just the best. Now there's just people who engage children who give them space to just be. 
yeah. and figure it out. Just like as adults, we are just figuring it out. Just we got full out. range of emotions. We we have all those same things, and we get so much more grace than the kids get. Yeah. But you gotta have kids. You gotta give them, uh, um, like you said, grace. You gotta. We have a bad day. They gotta. Yeah. They can't have a bad day. They need space to to be human. And I, and I got a question because mm-hmm. my son. This have my son. He he took a mental day. Mm-hmm. Now oh, I, I, right. I understand. <laughs> But could you imagine going to your mom back in the day, like, hey, mom, hey, I need a mental, a mental, a day. mental health day. Yeah, mental health day. Wait, did but he say why? He really, because his sister, which she's a senior, mm-hmm. which I could get that. She got a lot going on. She took one. He was like, well, I need one. Okay. So he was, he was able to, but it's like, I never would have thought to do that back in the day. Mm-hmm. But now as a parent and, and my wonderful. mindset is different, it's like, it's needed to mm-hmm. have a mental health day, like where you just don't do nothing. Because sometimes life will beat you up where you like, should I keep going or should I stop? Right. No, so um, were there moments, not when you did the homeschooling, because I know that ain't going to stop because you're at the education for your kids. But as you started the bookstore, the mobile bookstore, have there been moments like, man, scrap this. Like, we just going to keep it at home. We just going to leave it at that. Or if it was moments, how did you get past those moments? You know what? This this is not that. Like this is is, is truly an extension of our life, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like it's so important to me, and it always has been. Um, if anything, I'm super protective of it. Mm. Super protective of it, and I can be mama bear over it because yeah. I know that this is not like a novelty thing or something cute to do. Like I'm on a mission, and like I know that even early on, like very early. I mean, I, I we started online. And as soon as money started coming in, I got a bus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Found a bus. I'm like, they're like, what are you doing? There's only a few people who were like, I can see this. Yeah. And I can I can count them on my hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And four of them live in my house. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like, um, I'm sorry, three of them live in my house. So like I knew from the from the beginning, I, I could see it from the very beginning, and I knew what the, what the impact would be, the reaction would be. Um, I, I just knew all those things. So I've never wanted to quit doing it like the it's it's been uh, it's been the response has been amazing even before the bus we were just doing pop-up shops for that year and a half it's, it was um, it was exciting and amazing then so we're really just getting started yeah really, like the bus yeah. has only been going on for seven months so yeah. like but um was it frustrating did I want to give up sharing what I wanted to do with people oh yeah I was tired of trying to explain something that nobody else could see. I got mm-hmm. tired. Of, I wanted to not talk to anybody. I wanted yeah. to just do it. Yeah. Um, and even now that comes up of like, this, this watch. Cause it is, it, cause there's, it's so much to it. Like I said, it's not just a bookstore. It's not just to be the first or yeah. it's so cool. It's like, listen, we owe black children this. Like mm. we, we owe them this. Like get like you're asking too many questions. You're yeah. trying to make this too complicated. Yeah. We owe black children this. We owe their parents this. We owe yeah. black communities this. And the entire all communities benefit from this because everybody's getting some story. Everybody's getting a story about black folks on um, the news, the newspaper, the TV shows, the music, whatever the case may be. They're getting a story. It's not a good story. Yeah. So we have a you've seen pictures. We have every background on our bus because mm. everybody's getting now a positive story yeah a new way to mm. look at themselves if you're a black child it's a mirror yeah. you know and if you're not a black person it's an opportunity to 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 disrupt that negative um that negative um 
mindset or that that myth yeah. of what <laughs> of what being black is and yeah. get the real you yeah. know so yeah like never have i don't want i you know case i won't stop but trying to um in the beginning trying to share that with people or even like people say just leap just do it and you'll figure it all out and you see those memes all the time and people tell you that all the time but the reality is when you do that people still rush you yeah. <laughs> they don't they don't listen to that part they say like oh just leap and do it you'll figure it out but then they also rush you or they also yeah. they also make you feel like you know you have to have it all figured out yeah. so it's both of those things so that right. so sometimes that that definitely um, and then just life. I mean, there, this is during pandemic. There, yeah. And there were so many things personally in my life that were happening. Like, so that I want to give up, not because of the bus, but for so many, many other, other reasons, reasons, right? So when people see me out there and it's like, that's a, a I pushed through a lot to create mm-hmm. that because that's how much I care about, I'm about to cry here, about, that's how much I care about my 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 people. Do what you do, take what you do best and do it for your people. You know, that's what the, that's, that's the quote. And um, John Henry Clark, and that's that's what I do. That's what I want for my children to do, and that's what I want them to continue to do. Because if we take what we do best and do it for everybody else, we're gonna keep ending up like we ended up. Yep. So that's all I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? And no one will get in the way of that. Like, yeah. period. Like that's that's how I feel. Yeah. Now has life been life been <laughs> like yeah life life's but like no like I know I know I know I know I'm supposed to be doing this, and I know that. If I wasn't doing it, my kids would do it. They love it like I love it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I love that. I could see the passion uh in you when you were speaking that. And that's that's dope because like you said, it's not that you want to be the first or you we owe it to our children. And that's <clears throat> why when I uh got my clothing line, I named it after my son. I owe it to him so he can mm. have something. My dad died, my biological dad died when I was three. And he didn't leave me nothing but questions. So it's like, mm-hmm. what can I leave him? What can I leave my kids um, if something was to happen to me? Like, this is my own platform. Mm-hmm. Like, they could take this and run with it. It's mm-hmm. simple. They could use underdog talk. You could do all kinds of stuff with it. But when you start stuff, it's more than what you're doing. Like, people be like, oh, he podcasting is a hobby. No, this ain't no hobby. Right. And, then that, and that's hard, too, especially when you're Black, especially when things are happening all around. Like, I have to tell you, this is not a reaction to anything. Yeah. It, like, we we've been living in tragedy yeah. for since we've been in this since birth. Yeah, so since like us so this, yeah, our us. whole yeah, our history in this country is tragedy. So we yeah. there's this is not a reaction. This is a lifestyle. This yeah. is and that's what we want for black people. Like I said earlier, we don't want to just have celebrations or reactions to news. You know, we want this to be a lifestyle. We yeah. want to celebrating ourselves, knowing ourselves, sharing that with each other, sharing it with our children, getting our children excited enough to share it with somebody else. That's a lifestyle. And that takes time. This is That's why I can't do that quick stuff. Like, yeah. hey, can we do that? How can we do this? Yeah, Change everything overnight. The, you can't. Because it took y'all two or three years to, to brainwash us. It took us yeah. two or three years to, you know, so much has happened over that time to get us here. It's going to yep. take a whole health hell, what else here? A whole heck of a lot oh, to get us <laughs> to get us where we need to be. Yeah. So I don't like that. I, I don't yeah. like that. That's it's not like realistic. The it's the microwave. It's kind of how the younger generation is now. They want it quick. Yeah, you can get it quick, but it's just like warming up a pizza. You warm up an old pizza, you throw it in the oven, it's soggy, it tastes good. But if you put it in the oven and let it sit for a couple minutes, it's gonna taste better. Or if you cook it in a in a in a pot 
and you let it sit all day, it's gonna taste better than if you throw something in the microwave. Right. You gotta you gotta go through, oh, stirring it up, add a little more seasoning to it. Oh, mm, I don't know. Okay, this time I didn't like it this way. So I need to right. make it this way the next time. Cause with this podcasting, like like you said, like when you do it and this what you do, like there, like this is all I do. I go home, I study, I watch, I don't watch TV, I watch, I have a few shows, mm-hmm. but I watch interviews oh yeah i was why I, I went home early today my stomach was hurt i was watching uh sherry mm-hmm. the talk show mm-hmm. uh she had uh what's the clinton what's the clinton's daughter's name chelsea clinton. Yeah. she had mm-hmm. her on there and i was just watching because i'm educating myself and that's all that you're doing for us is educating us on us and we owe it to not just our children but we owe it to our ancestors no, because they went through hell and high water just to get to a certain spot they some of them couldn't even they weren't able to read and write and do all these things. And now we're able to create our own platforms mm-hmm. because they went through all that they went through. So <clears throat> we owe it to them to, to get it right. And we should be able to celebrate every day, not just, oh, because somebody posted you and you so happily went viral. We should be celebrating each other every day and not just because it's the hot thing. Because what does social media go away? Mm-hmm. Are we still going to celebrate each other? Are we going like back in the day you had the newspaper mm-hmm. or if you had an album, it wasn't like you went platinum that day. It took you some months and everything because everybody couldn't get it. So it's not about happening right now. It's about building because you might build it and then your kids take it somewhere totally different. And then you can sit there and be like, that's why I did it. Right. And then and they you, kids take it and do it. And you said something you said about what if the platforms went away, like the social media. And that's why learning from our ancestors, we got to have our own platform. Yeah. You have to have your own platforms. People say, why are you mobile? There's many reasons, right? There's many reasons that are just like why anybody else is mobile. Then the reasons because why? Because I'm black, right? Yeah. I can't get gentrified out of nowhere. Yeah. I can drive wherever I want. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I can, like, I can, like I can they say, pull up. Pull, pull up. up. I pull up. Pull up. I, yeah. I can pull up. I can go wherever I want. But also having our own platforms, we can we, we can always celebrate our, each other. If we always if we have our own newspapers like we used to have, we have our own we have our own everything. We can our own platforms to share our mm-hmm. stories. And celebrate us. Well, we we we'll always have us. All social media goes away. We have many ways, like we did before, yeah. to celebrate each other. You yeah, know? yep. Like and that's know. why I have the underdog talk because it's not always. I think people think success is money. It's not money. Like you're very successful at what you do, and you're a very successful person because you thought outside the box. Like you thought outside the box, not just to help your kids. You could have just stayed at, you know, homeschooling your kids and doing that, but you thought to I can help the world not just the children even in my neighborhood or even in my city, but I can help the world. And that's what success looks like. That's why I have different people that come on so we can share our stories because there's dope people all around and it doesn't have to have a dollar sign over their head or in their bank account to make them dope. So that's why like the platform that you create, you can do whatever the hell you want. I I could cuss all day on here and I don't care if what nobody got to say because it's my stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I can do have whoever I want on here or I can tell somebody, hell no, you can't come on my show. Just because you think like just because you cool in the streets, you're supposed to come on here and just no, you can't even have a conversation. Like so it's, it's dope to have your own and I love that you have your own. So I usually ask um, like tips mm-hmm. and I want tips for people to help them think outside the box and do something different. Cause like, usually I'm sure when people um, talk to you, they talk about the store and all that. And I just wanted to have a conversation with you Mm -hmm. and we've had a great conversation, 
but I don't want to get away from you being able to create something outside the box. So somebody at home, they got an idea, but they don't know, they don't know what to do with it. They need three tips that when they listen to this episode, they can take it and they can move the needle. Um, well, the one quote I said, Dr. John. No, no, you can't say the quote. I you can't say that quote. No, you got to No, not say the quote because you messing stuff up because I always ask for a quote and I was going to ask for oh, you to say okay. that quote again. Okay, so I won't do that. So three things to think outside the box. Um, try everything. You know what I mean? Mm. I've done many things. You know, I've, I've, I've tried every, you know, that's what we don't get to do a lot as children. So mm. I did it as an adult, yeah. but try everything, you know, you know, everything you do doesn't have to be the thing like mm-hmm. just try yeah. stuff and you'll, you'll feel when it, it is it. Right. Um, so try everything. Um, believe in yourself. Definitely believe in yourself. Um, don't have to look for outside validation. You know, you believe in yourself. Um, and know, know your why. Like know why you're doing something. Like and let, let that why be so meaningful. Like why why am I doing this? And it has to be bigger than money. It has to be bigger than you know the stuff that's fleeting. It has to be something that can actually leave a legacy you know what i mean that for me you know what i mean yeah i, <clears throat> I was just watching the thing on podcast and he was like giving like the steps and he was like monetizing is at the end mm-hmm. you gotta have everything because you could have started and say you got a big break right away but you wouldn't have known what to do you might have went the wrong way but i do like what you said earlier though when you got the money you invested in yourself you read up mm-hmm. and that's kind of like people that's in the street to take it to business not to go off of what you just said i mean go sideways of what you said but you could think about it if you can um get some money off of something you can re-up you're supposed to reinvest like yep. i reinvested in myself when i made some money off of whatever i made money out of business and sometimes we get the money and then we go brag and show off to people that don't really care about it right but i like that you said what you said <clears throat> you got the money oh, i got this truck or i got this bus mm-hmm. nobody had to believe in it but the people in your house that's all that matters right. the people because the people in your house gonna ride with you before anybody else like all right we're gonna do this what you need help with whatever right and like you said you got to believe in yourself you got to if you don't believe in you ain't nobody gonna believe you if i didn't believe in myself i promise you wouldn't nobody would pick me up on the basketball court I promise I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't believe in myself. So don't take that lightly when we say believe in yourself. It doesn't mean you won't be scared. Oh, yeah. Because when you're scared, scared, it's probably the best idea ever. Because if you're not scared, it's probably real extra regular in real life. But if you're scared, if you're like, oh, my God. What if I really do this? You probably should do that. Yeah. (laughs) That's the the crazy thing. But don't let that being scared stop you Mm -mm. or fear you from getting successful. That means you own to something. Yeah, because I've felt that like when you start seeing stuff happen, you're like, this really happened? Yeah. This, this, you this, say, I, I mean, everything I said ha- yeah. it has happened, and it happened faster than I, this is like a three to five year plan. I was like, oh, I'll have a little, you know, yeah. online in three, for three years, it's going to take me a month. Mm. And in five years, I'll have the, this, this was like, said it six months later. Because mm-hmm. you, you're, you're doing something that isn't about a dollar sign. It isn't about having bragging about your name or be able to say you did this or go to the family reunion and be like, yeah, I'm that person. It's you're helping people all over. It's called black world scholars just to help black people. world schoolers. I know. I'm sorry. I okay. see the scholar. I see people do it all the yeah, time. It's okay. Yeah. 
So, but it's to help everybody. And it, like you said earlier, it's for people that don't look like us to learn about us. They want to be like us. They try to act like us, but they don't even know about us. Because if you really was us, like, um, I don't try to go on a tangent, but when y'all get pulled over, what voice y'all use? Do you use the voice of trying to be like us or do you, hello, officer. Yes, my name is Jonathan. Yes, my name is Karen. You get on my I'm just nerves. Saying. No, Jonathan we, we ain't going to, um, so Give us a quote. I already know what quote you're going to use, but give us that quote again and tell people how they can reach you. And when is the next event? It don't have to be here. It could be wherever, but tell us when you're next. I'm going to get a quote from this book because okay. I didn't, I forgot I had it sitting here. Oh, hey, but so he scoot over a little bit so then they can yeah, oh, um, Because this is um, Louis Michaud. He was a Harlem bookseller on the bookstore for 44 years, but he was the under uh, who was pushing the Carter books from 7th Street to 100 and something street selling books before anybody believed in him. And then he had the greatest bookstore in Harlem. But he would go around saying quotes. So I'm going to give you a quote from here. Um, Knowledge is power. You need it every hour. Get a book. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to get me a book. I actually, i um been reading E.T. Uh, Eric Thomas' book, You Owe You. Mm -hmm. And that's been a good read. And then I got Nipsey Hussle's book that uh, came out after yeah. the past. Mm -hmm. So I, I do try to read. I definitely do. But I'm more of a visual learner. I'm more of a YouTuber, podcast, listening type yeah, of so person. Yeah. So, yeah, listening to books. Yeah. That's all of that. Yeah. Your podcast, the stories you're listening to right now. All yeah, I, I love, like, I promise you, I've got the craziest stories from people and like and it'd be dope to hear these stories like i've had all kinds of people i've had a person came back from dying i had a person that was human trafficking like mm. it's all kinds of but then you got success stories of people doing something different so um oh you didn't tell us when your next stuff and, your oh. stuff and how to reach you okay so you can follow us on all social media platforms. Um, Instagram is Black World Schoolers underscore bookstore. On Facebook, um, Twitter, TikTok is BLKWRLD books. Um, what else? As far as what's coming up, follow Instagram, Facebook, follow those things. But definitely follow Instagram because I post there first of where we're going to be. Um, people book the bus for events. So some events are just for like that school or that organization, but some are open to community. Mm -hmm. So I share them on there, but also we're doing pop-ups at different uh, small businesses. So all those things I post um, within the week of the event um, on our platform. I can't think straight right now what's coming up um, that's open to the community, but follow us on um, Instagram and you can shop online anytime, 24-7, 365 um, at um, blackworldschoolers.com. Uh, I appreciate you. I love everything that you do and you're definitely, excuse me, a successful underdog um, because you changed the, I can't say the word, trajectory of your family. Like they're going to look at your family's name now different because of you. And you were able to do that because you believed in yourself and you had a why and you understood that it wasn't just about your address, your household. It was about the, <clears throat> the world outside your world. So thank you for that, because you're not just helping kids here in Indianapolis. You're helping kids all over the world and keep doing what you're doing and whatever those goals. I use I sometimes ask I might ask before we get out of here, um, like what's a goal for the year? Um, but keep doing what you're doing because you're definitely helping um, people all over. Um, yeah. What's a goal? What's one goal that you got? 
that you would hope to accomplish this year now that things are moving um light speed um do, 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 do. more traveling with the bus we've been out of the state um for the first time last year but there's been more calls and i hope to reach more um of our communities um outside of indianapolis yeah. outside of indiana so more definitely gonna share this out to um everybody all the education world um because yeah we definitely need it because i definitely um it's a we're gonna put a disclaimer at the beginning or something i hopefully i don't get in trouble if i do oh well, I got well, well we're gonna pick up real quick because i i've had and from the beginning like the educators have been ride or die like yeah. there's 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 a, a ton of y'all out there that are not playing like yeah. they, who are saying this is what the school's trying to do but listen we're gonna bring you in and they do and they and they do and there's been probably like five different schools today who you probably be surprised yeah who are who are like it's real yeah they're like okay sometimes it's not about they don't want to do it they don't know where to go and yeah. so i'm making it very obvious very plain of this is how you can do it so here's a start so yep I, I love it so um i keep saying this i need a closing word <laughs> i hate that it sounds like church um i need to figure something out but give us a um an end out word um before we get out of here a word like one word no like like a closing word, word. A closing, know, like like a, okay yeah like you know a benediction <laughs> oh lord <laughs> <laughs> um let me think hmm i'm gonna okay i'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a short poem by lucille clifton okay. i used to do it my kids probably on the website listen children Keep this in the place you have for keeping. Keep it always, always. We have never hated black. Listen, we have been ashamed, hopeless, tired, mad, but always, always we've loved us. We have always loved each other, children. Always. Pass it on. And on that note, peace, one love. <clears throat> That's gonna be your last episode. Poor child. Poor, Ooh. Thing. Poor thing. I'm the underdog with the heroic heart. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? Nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I'm reading and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family.